Hello and welcome to Charmed and Alarmed. This podcast is dedicated to all things witchy and metaphysical. So whether you're a baby witch, an expert, or just want to learn about some spooky stuff, you're in the right place. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brittany. Today, we will be discussing the basics of the tarot system. But first, we wanted to thank all of our new listeners. We get more and more each week, and it's so exciting to see our little um, our little coven grow. And it's just really exciting that you guys are rating, you're reviewing, um, you're liking our, our photos on our Instagram. So we really appreciate all appreciate our we really appreciate all that you're you're doing. And we do really appreciate all of the listener stories that you're sending in to charmedandalarmed at gmail.com. Um and keep them coming because we're gonna do a bonus episode that we've been teasing for, I guess, three weeks now. Cause we recorded all of these in quick succession. <laughs> so it's only been like a week that we've been saying it. Um, so you know, well you're welcome. For the teaser. Listen, some people really enjoy edging, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to edit that laugh out. (laughs) Why? Keep it in. It was too loud. I I just have to edit it so that it's called normalize. I'm good at editing you guys. (laughs) Yay. Yay, Shelly. Yay. So, you guys, we're going to talk about tarot today. Um, tell me, Brittany, you go first. Tell me all that you know about tarot. See, I love how you're telling me to go first because I know very little. <laughs> yeah, I know um, that you don't, you don't, it's not your favorite method of divination or self discovery. Right. Like, it's, you know, it's one of those mediums that I'm just not naturally very good at and as you know in adhd ridden capricorn um if i'm not good at it the first time then it's not worth my time so uh but you know i i love the history of tarot i love the aesthetic of tarot um i love it when people do readings for me in tarot um utilizing tarot um and i'm slowly but surely starting to learn the meanings of each tarot card so um there's a cheat sheet in our drive <laughs> i made a see, little cheat sheet for us see i love it when you tell me about all the stuff that's in this folder that you made specifically <laughs> for this podcast <laughs> um you know and you were talking about this a little bit um with our last episode um i forget which one came first or if they kind of came at around around the same time but tarot and playing cards either have like the same common ancestor or one branched out from the other um and that's why they're so similar so tarot cards were a like their own kind of playing cards so it was their own playing card system Mm -hmm. um but and i'll go over all of the history but it was a game called try off try on fee T-R-I-O-N-F-I or Tarochi Tarochi, or Terax. So there's a bunch of names. I I think it evolved. I mean, it started in like the 1400s. So it's evolved a little bit, the the different names of the games. So that's all I know. The end. Yeah. Lauren, how about you? How do you, you like tarot pretty well, right? I, do. I don't dislike tarot. I'm just, right, yeah. It's not my medium. <laughs> but like like to use tarot in your practice, I should have said. Yeah. I'll always uh, 
okay, maybe not always. Generally, I will reach for a tarot deck over Oracle and I'll use the Oracle as like clarifier or like the cherry on top of a reading to finish a reading out, extra guidance along those lines. Uh, tarot knowledge. I am still like considering myself a beginner when it comes to tarot because mm-hmm. again, like the previous episode, I will always enter with my intuition first and thank God for those little booklets inside tarot oh, packets the because they do offer a lot of good like information that I can back my intuition up on. And generally I will always pick up what it's putting down <laughs> based off its imagery. If it's like, um, what do you call it? A pip deck where it's very mm-hmm. simple that I, I don't even go there yet because I don't right. have the meanings down a hundred percent memorized yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm still going through still learning bits and pieces. There are certain cards. Like when I do readings, I'll get certain cards more so than others mm-hmm. generally. So like I get pentacles I'll, just all the time. That makes sense. You're an earth sign generally. So, you know, Capricorn. So I will get those down for the most part. And when I see it, because I've had them so many times, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's that. No matter what deck it's from, what creator it's from, I'll have that meaning in my head already. Though Mm -hmm. each deck and creator could have like something that's tweaked or a little bit different about it, which is why I love those booklets. And I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I I always look up the meanings of the books. Even though I'm 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 I would still consider myself a pretty beginner um in the tarot. I I think I could like name every meaning if like there was a, you know, I don't want to say gun to my head. If there was a <laughs> like a quiz or a test. If yeah, if there was a pop quiz, I I could if I spent enough time, I could figure out what each meaning was. It might take me a while. I might get like a few of them mixed up, but like I'm pretty good. Um, but I still think of myself pretty – I mean, I've only been doing it for about a year. So – Give me um, multiple choice and I should be fine. Right. <laughs> um, but I, I love to read what each creator – sorry, what each creator says about um, that because I feel like that's part of – you know, the message that I'm getting and I might, you know, resonate with some of the words that they use um, and highlight. So I always read the little black book and I think I always, or the little white book. And I think I always will um, just because I do like to hear what that specific person says. I do have decks that I read relatively intuitively Mm -hmm. um, that I'm not always pulling out the books, but it's also a deck that has like um, keywords on the bottom. So I kind of already know what the creator kind of says. So, Brittany, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say um, because I'll watch like tarot readings on YouTube or TikTok or whatever. And it'll be really interesting to see how each creator um, will have a different interpretation for the same card. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I think that's cool. You know, and I think, mm-hmm. but I think that's also another reason why I kind of have a difficult time. See, that's where that. your intuition plays in because right. I, I too see that. Like I've seen that in other readings through the YouTubes mm-hmm. the YouTube. <laughs> and, and I've seen that in like myself. So if I 
pull, even from the same deck, it'll come off a little bit differently or maybe even more in like a positive Mm -hmm. way versus like a lesser way. Mm -hmm. Which is, yeah, which is exactly, well, I was going to say that's exactly what I do with Oracle cards. It's just, you know, I think about it kind of like as um, artists, you know, it's like, maybe one person's really good at charcoal another person's really good at watercolors and another person's mm-hmm. really good at ink and it's like it's all art it's just different and mm-hmm. if you switch up mediums you know like maybe that person it's like oh well yeah i can draw with with ink but i have a much more difficult time with it i'm not as intuitive mm-hmm. with it so right. that's kind of how i figure it um i think i will eventually get to a point where I'll use tarot more or try mm-hmm. to use tarot more um, because I've got some really pretty decks. Not many. Yeah. I've got two but uh, <laughs> that I can think of, but I want to use them. So, yeah. Yeah, they're really pretty. So a little bit of background. Um, I mentioned earlier that it um, was a game, Tryon Fee, T-R-I-O-N-F-I, Tryon Fee, um, and then it's later known at listeners – Right in, if I didn't say that right. <laughs> Engage us at me on social media. Engage. We could use the we could use the drama. Thank you. <laughs> all all press is good press. Um, it's later known as Tarachi or Terex. Um, it was a deck of playing cards from at least the mid fifteenth century, uh, maybe earlier. Um, so, and it kind of like took Europe by storm in the way that things took Europe by storm in the mid 15th century, which is pretty slowly. Um, but like, like wildfire to them. Um, so a lot of sets come from the Visconti family of Milan. They were like a set of, um, like Royals out there. And, uh, they commissioned a lot of decks, um, and boy, howdy, those decks. Now, th- it was a playing card. It was like a, you know, a set of playing cards. So, like, they weren't divining meanings or anything from it back right. then. But, like, boy, howdy, it's just like the strength card is just some dude wailing on a friggin' lion. Like, it's a little bit violent. <laughs> um, so, like, be prepared. Because um, I'm used to, like, the Rider Waite Smith strength card where it's like your inner strength of taming a lion with kindness i connect to that more <laughs> right so, um rather than like so, i'm just gonna beat the shit out of this poor lion like yeah yeah it's it's a little much so in 1781 there was a french freemason um named antoine court de jeb jebelin giblin giblin uh, I can speak a little bit of French. Giblon, I think, is probably G E B L E N G E B E L I N. Um, I will ask a listener to write in, and I will ask a specific listener because I know one of my our listeners uh, grew up in France, so she should know how to say that. Antoine Court de Giblon uh, published a complex analysis of the tarot. Um, in which he revealed the symbolism in the tarot was in fact derived from esoteric secrets of Egyptian priests. Cause that was like a big thing during that time is like, Oh, it came from Egypt. 
um like a good selling point or oh like yeah a- back then yeah it was like um all of all of the secret knowledges came from it was like a cool place for things to have come from mm-hmm. um so and then so he says that um this ancient occult knowledge was carried to Rome and it was shown to the Catholic Church and the popes. Um, they wanted to keep the arcane knowledge a secret. Um, and there's absolutely nothing to back this up. He just mm-hmm. like wrote this thing like it was real. And there's absolutely no proof. So I'm going to go with no, that's not real. But he really believed it. And so did a lot of wealthy Europeans because it's fun to believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's when they started um, jumping on the bag wagon, making it a divinatory tool. Um, so then in 1791, just 10 years later, and back then, that wasn't very much time, um, Jean-Baptiste Ayette, A-L-L-I-E-T-T-E, Ayette, Ayette, a French occultist, released the first tarot deck designed specifically for divinatory purposes um, rather than just as a parlor game. And then we get to the spiritualist movement. Um, So the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn they so like spiritualism comes back with a vengeance in the late 1800s well i don't i think it originated in the late 1800s but people were into spiritualism real big so they made this hermetic order it's based on like kabbalah so kabbalistic understanding the tree of life stuff like that we'll get into it in probably more of a deep dive episode um to go in on that because that's like its whole own thing um and so they the basically their whole thing was like personal development through study of the four classical elements using astrology, using geomancy, using, you know, divinatory decks, cardomancy, stuff like that. Um, so then there's this dude named Arthur Waite and this lady named Pamela Coleman Smith, and they get together and she draws an artistic rendering of every single card in the like popular tarot deck. Um, And they do some other stuff. They like switch the, um, I think this is who did it. They switched the um, strength and justice card. So for a long time, justice was 11 and justice was eight and strength was 11. And then they switched it so that justice was 11 and strength was eight. For some reason, based on the numbers and like, is it the numbers are like the story? Because you can kind of see if there's like a progression that happens mm-hmm. within the tarot system. It might have been through that. I didn't look too hard into it, <laughs> but they switched the numbers, um, and it had to do with the order of the golden dawn and like their belief system. Um, a great reference if you want to, um learn a lot more about this and especially about like the deep like Kabbalic meanings of of all of it is modern metaphysique on YouTube uh he goes over a whole bunch of stuff um he and Lisa Papez who I'm always talking about and Danny Mystic 
Um, they do a group called Three Fat Readers, and that's how I found him. But I'll link all of that below. Um, all great resources that, but he can like he goes like really deep dives into all of that history and stuff. He knows a whole bunch of it. Um, so and so they made this deck, and that's like the tarot deck that that you think of when you think of like classic tarot deck imagery. You're thinking of a Rider Waite Smith deck most likely. Um, and they, you know, included the small book with meanings and stuff. And that's, um, kind of like the most popular version of tarot, um, today. Um, that's what a lot of people learn on. Um, and that's what a lot of current deck creators base their card meanings on too. Um, so some of them won't do necessarily like a Rider Waite Smith clone, um, where it has like very similar but modernized imagery um, and then the same meanings, but they'll base a lot of the same meanings and then do like very different imagery or, um, you know, something else, or they could do, you know, slightly different meanings. Um, I know Lindsay Silverman um, is the writer of the intuitive goddess tarot or no, the intuitive night goddess tarot. Um so she goes through and she's renamed some of the cards. Like instead of the tower, it's called Revolution. So let's see. Where yep. was I? They included a book with meetings. And yes. hopefully I said everything that I meant to about that. Because um, we already discussed kind of how I feel about little white books. I always read them. I'll never stop. Um, so like <laughs> when people say like, oh, only beginners read the white books. No, that's not true. Don't listen to them. Even though I called myself a beginner. <laughs> In the beginning, don't listen to them. You can well, always read the white book. Yeah, and the and the creator put a lot of time and effort into right. Yes, the book. So yeah, at least flip through it for. And some of them have really good like affirmations mm -hmm. or right, like other little tidbits. Um. Oh shoot! Hold on. Now I have to look it up. Um. Seventy-eight. To look it up. Something of wisdom. <laughs> 78 Degrees of Wisdom by Rachel Pollock. Oh, hey. Oh, do you do have, you have it? it? Exactly. I do have it. No, I was like, wait a second. Rachel Pollock. I totally have something from her. Yes. Yeah. This is what I'm using. Um, I'm slowly, very slowly, because, you know, I'm yeah. a mom. I'm also work. very slow. I didn't finish it. I've started it and I had to rent it like 45 times from the library. Um, like, you know. Kindle oh, okay. Okay. App thing. Gotcha. Okay. So not so, the real book. So question. Yeah. What the hell is it? <laughs> okay. So it's, it's so, a book. <laughs> it's a good book. It's a really good reference, but she mentions in the beginning of it about how, um, you know, Tarot as a divinatory tool is hold on this fucking cat. <laughs> you do not stop. No. <laughs> All right. So this book. Okay. Tell me about so, it. In this book, Rachel, we're on a first name basis because I've read her book so many times. Mm -hmm. um, Rachel discusses how it's, um, you know, when you're picking a card, Part of like the divinatory aspect of it is like the energies and stuff from the card and like you were meant to get it and mm. like you're meant to like pick up on things 
that you pick up on at the time. So like, you know, if you're noticing something extra one day about something in the image that you're meant to. And I think that's true for the book mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. So like, you know, if you're reading the book and you like, you know, one word really resonates or sticks in your brain that, mm -hmm. that they say, then you were really meant to have that message. Um, so it's not really about, go ahead. And I was going to say, that's how like readers will get kind of like two different meanings Mm -hmm. Right. From the same card. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was watching this, you know, I was scrolling through the TikTok. I was doing the doom scroll because sometimes my brain wants that. And I was really kind of amazed with how many creators were kind of bas bashing each other or just like in general, they weren't like actually calling out a certain particular person. Right. But, but like, like TikTok creators do X, Y, Z. Yeah. Right. And they're like, whatever. Yeah, they're like, oh, you know, they're like, yeah, whenever you have somebody who tells you the Eight of Cups is this, and they're like, you know that they don't know what the hell they're talking about. This is what the Eight of Cups really means. And I'm like, but it's a, it's a tool. So everybody- It's a card, bud. Right. So everybody's <laughs> going to have a, a, a different translation of it. Sure, you have the general meaning, for sure. Right. And I understand that, you know- Per the situation, that's going to be different. It's going to change. But it's just one of those. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it As was somebody odd, who but... is really into rules and loves them, dude, it's a card. <laughs> like, chill out. Like, right. Yeah. Like, okay, it means one thing, but if you feel like it means something else, maybe it can mean something else in that moment. I'd um, also add, I find it more interesting when people also input their own intuitive meaning to the card like right. layered on top of the card's actual meaning. Because mm -hmm. I don't think it would be very interesting to just hear like, blah, blah, blah. That's the meaning of that actual card. And then they don't right. put any like two cents into it that go with the... Yeah, and it's a for it's not a formula. It's not yeah. math. Yeah. As much as I love doing math, and I do, <sighs> tarot's not math. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Brittany doesn't like math. Oh, my God. I am so... I really like it, and she really doesn't like it. Lauren's probably in the middle. Lauren, yeah. how do you feel about math? Yeah. yeah I'm in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Once again... I get it. Two... Right. <laughs> Once again, two of us are polarized, and somebody's in the middle. <laughs> Tarot's not a formula, but this friendship is. Thank right? you. <laughs> I was going to say, though, numerology is a big thing in tarot, though. If you mm -hmm. want to add yeah. it, it's like another little tasty layer. Right. That's Wait. another layer that they – and I haven't personally looked them up, but I've seen some of the letters between um, Coleman Smith and Waite um, while they were – because they worked together on the, um, you know, what imagery should go in the artwork and stuff like that and what should be, you know, part of each meaning. Um, and it's, you know, very insightful about why they added certain things. Um, again – Modern Mesophysicae will have a recommendation for a book for that that has all of that information that I don't know because I didn't write it down. Um, so basic overview of the card. Tarot, the system is 78 cards, 20 major arcana cards, and sometimes they're called trumps. Yes. <laughs> I saw the blooper reel thing. This is already going to be a monster to edit, so I'm, I don't I'm even sorry. care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren and I were sitting here. It's my fault. It. It's a monster to edit. Um, 
So it's 78 cards. There's the Major Arcana, which is 0 to 21. So there's 22 cards, but it's 0 to 21. That gets me sometimes. Sometimes I start thinking there's only 21. Um, and those are the trumps. And an unfortunate name. <laughs> yeah. Well, they trump the other cards. Ah, I think it's ah. from it's that's that name I think came from it being like an actual game. Right. Um so but also a very unfortunate reference in our mm. modern day. Yes. Uh thank you for coming to my politics talk. I, I get one per episode, remember? Yep. Um so sometimes like I said, sometimes strength and justice are switched. Um, between 8 and 11, depending on the system that the creator is using. Um, Rider Waite Smith, uh, strength is 8, and that's what I'm used to because I learned off a Rider Waite Smith clone. I don't think one is right or wrong. I have no preference for either. I just am used to strength being 8. Um, Lauren, do you have a, a preference to strength being 8 or 11? No. I don't. No. Yeah. I think you could use it either way in whatever right. story you want to use. But right. so we can also call them minor and major arcana if you Right. Yeah. Um, so the minor arcana, Lauren, great segue. Um, the minor arcana is um, sometimes called pips. Um, and that's the four suits of wands, swords, cups, and pentacles, and it's ace through ten, and then court cards, which are the page, the knight, the queen, and the king. Um, And so those um, Lauren mentioned earlier, but a pip deck is a deck where the pips in the deck, so the minor arcana, is like very basic imagery. Um, so like if it's the 12 or the 12, the seven of pentacles, it's just going to be like seven coins on the screen. And I see Brittany raising her hand. So Brittany, do you have a question? <laughs> no, I have a random fact. Oh, a random oh, fact. Yes, Even I, better. A random fact for you. So um, pips or pippins um, was a term for apples Ooh. long, 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 long time ago. So like what a fun fact. Yeah. An so, FF. Yeah. So thanks uh Townsend and Sons uh YouTube channel. Um they're a reenactor and they do uh 1700 uh and 1800 recipes. And that's Ooh, where fun. they like he talked about pips. Brittany so always coming in clutch with the recipe creators uh, on man. on the internet. They're great though. So there's your yeah. random fact of the day. You're welcome. So pips or apples um, (laughs) is the minor arcana. Um, So the four suits. So there's wands, which represents the fire element. So that's like your go-getty, like fire under the seat of your pants sort of um, vibes for that deck. Like you want to go get it. Like um, feel free to interject any. I always think Aries when I think of a fire element. Aries is my first go-to. Right. Yeah. Just think of your like most Aries, Aries friend. And that's, <laughs> that's the wands is my husband. Thank you. Um, swords a- are, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was like, I'm thinking about an old coworker. So like I said, I have friends who are Aries uh, and they're great, but the most Aries, Aries person I ever met, I couldn't fucking stand. And I used to work with him. Oh, 
my god the yeah yeah yep see Wherever- all of all of my Aries I'm like besties with like it's my husband one of our best friends from high school mm-hmm. uh there there's another person that I met after college she's like a bestie so it's like I have a lot of I I guess Aries are fine I for think me. I think it depends on um whether they're the difference between confident and arrogant. Mm-hmm. So mm. this dude was arrogant, and no, it was just like, for that. yeah, I was just like, you're so full of your own shit that it's remarkable. Like if I <laughs> if I ever met anybody who like would actually like for like the actual story of uh, narcissist or narcissus. And like mm-hmm. where we get the word narcissist from, he would be the he would be narcissist. He would be him falling in love. And with then his if own you wrote reflection. a play about it and cast him as that, he would be like so full of himself still, just like oh, I'm yeah. so good at this. That song that you're, you're like mm. so vain. <laughs> That's for that. It was dude. written about him. Written about him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Now I'm going to think um, about that dude anytime I see wands. I'm like, ah, oh, God. that dude. That <laughs> but you want to think of it as like, you know, fire under your seat, like really oh, get, yeah. go giddy. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm I'm just like not not how I feel about him. But right. like those yeah. Imagine wands as Harry Potter now as creative energy. Okay. Because they create spells with the wands. Yeah. See Lauren coming in with a let me help you coming in clutch with some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. You're welcome. Um, so swords are the air suit. So I think of the air suit um, very plainly as just the thinky thinky suit, like all up in your head, thinking about um, like especially nine of swords energy is like anxiety and like, you know, fear of what may come. Um so they're the thinky thinky in your head suits. So, um, and you know, different cards have different meanings. So like the ace of swords is like cut to the chase, get to get down to business sort of thing. So it's not always like a bad sense of the thinky thinky, just in my thinky thinky brain, thinky thinky is sad. (laughs) So I was, (laughs) I was going to interject with how I think about the swords suit is, I associate them with uh, thinking energy as well, but also the ability to be really uh, well-spoken or quick-witted with your, like, tongue speaking. Yeah. Oh, so, like, silver tongue. So not what I am. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Blades are typically silver. That's great. Or saying you oh, have a, silver tongue. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Or saying you have a sharp tongue. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's okay. where I get it. That's Right. Yeah, that's that 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 queen of swords energy. Mm-hmm. Like, gonna get in there, gonna <laughs> cut to the chase. I don't care if I sound nasty. Um, I pull the queen of swords probably more often than I should. Uh, <laughs> work. We're nasty I'll work. Women. One, I that's apparently fine. make people very mad at work. So, um, <sighs> only when I'm telling them the business. If people need to know the business, I tell them the business. Well, maybe if um, they weren't so dumb and did dumb things, and maybe you wouldn't have to be the queen of swords. <laughs> Don't get started. If they were more thinky thinky, I wouldn't have to be thinky thinky at them. Fair. Uh, so cups are the water suit. 
Um, and water is like all about emotions and love and stuff like that. Um, I view cups as like the emotional suit. So I rarely associate cups with like love, love, like, you know, find your soulmate, blah, blah, blah. Mine is just like, you know, well, you're probably going to cry later. <laughs> Either a happy cry or a sad cry. It doesn't matter. You're, you be crying. The cup, the cups are for catching your tears. Yeah, it's for catching my tears specifically. Huh? Oh, God. <laughs> See, it's I, a lot of tears. It's a lot of tears. I yeah, definitely think. You know, I'm hydrated. <laughs> Are you or are you dehydrated? I was going to say, if you cry that much. <laughs> I thought if it's before or after. Ah. Oh, there you go. Well, see, that's kind of how I think of the cups, too. I definitely think of them as emotions, but it depends on your perspective. Do you see it half full or half empty? Or right. is it perfectly fine? What yeah. have you? Or there's water in there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> most, of, most of the readings I get are like, you need to be more forward with your emotions so people know that you're feeling bad so that they know to treat you better um and no thanks um <laughs> they i usually bottle it in until i get the queen of swords and i slice people up um <laughs> so pentacles are i didn't know this when i first started i was like what the hell is a pentacle is it like a pentagram am i dealing with the devil no it's just coins um, so like, don't get it twisted. It's very, very benign. Um, it's all based on like Christian, um, ideology. like, yeah, theology. So, and like, there's literally a Pope in it. Um, and the high priestess used to be called the Popess. So they think maybe when it was like originally made, they were sort of poking a little fun at the, um, Christianity like aspect of all of the things all right we're gonna have some elevator music in this episode <laughs> so, i was talking about pentacles we had a little glitch um so pentacles not scary um it just means coins so oh i was talking about the popas is what the high priestess used to be called. Mm -hmm. I think that it was just like a cheeky way to, um, you know, do like a little jibe at the um, aristocracy of the whole Catholic church thing um, mm -hmm. back then. So it was just like a fun thing in a game. It's not like, like they, they all still were ultra Catholic playing this yeah. game. So it's not like it was like a huge deal. Um, so, uh, you know, it's fine. It's not, not of the devil. Not, or how it wasn't a big deal. Whereas, like, at least 15 years ago, you know, if I would have told my family that I was playing with tarot cards, they would have all, like, chastised <gasps> me and told me I was Oh, yeah. Well, now, now people think it's, like, a crazy thing that's, like, of the devil and it's so bad. And that's what I'm trying to get at is, like, it's not. It's very much not. Uh, it's, right. like... The yeah, devil it's like card, a like reflection okay. pool, right? Right. Well, and the devil card is literally like the the Rider Waite Smith imagery is literally like Adam and Eve chained to a devil 
very loosely, like you can stop doing that thing that's tethering you to material goods that's bad for you. You can stop doing it anytime. Um, so you need to let go of these things like addiction or whatever. Like that's the imagery that it's using is just to show you like how to be a better person. And yeah. that's just what the Bible does in a book instead of in cards. But okay. Um, although it tries to show you how to be a better person most of the time, except for when it's telling you how to treat your slaves. Anyway, I'll leave that for another day. Um <laughs> So pentacles is the earth suit, like get that money girl, um, all, all about the earthly goods, um, like legacy and, and inheritance and stuff like that. So and, yeah, all your, abundance. Like, I also associate. Abundance. Yeah. Abundance is a good one. Yeah. A harvest, like reaping what you're sowing sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about pip decks and scenic decks or where like Pamela Coleman Smith, they're all like fleshed out scenes that you can pick apart and you can really get into a lot of the imagery. Like Lauren said, um, you can really get into numerology of different things, the placement of um, where each, you know, coin or cup or whatever is placed um, and stuff like that. So we talked about the Rider Waite Smith system, probably mostly, there's also the Thoth tarot. Have either of you done anything with the Thoth? I'm shaking my Thoth? head. No, Thoth? I'm I'm focused on the RWS system right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once I feel confident in learning all of that and go through my 78 degrees of tarot wisdom book, uh, I might. It's in my uh, to do category. Your maybe pile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, so it's in my maybe pile too. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Alistair Crowley very much. Uh, Listeners, feel free to write in about how you feel about him. Um, So the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, he was part of that as well for a little while. And then I guess he and Arthur Waite did not get along. Um, So Waite and Smith did their deck, and then he did a completely other deck. And then he... um, he writes like whole books, like real people books, not little white books um, about (laughs) explaining all of the imagery. There's sacred geometry that it goes into on each card. Um, It's very like based on Kabbalic um, systems and stuff like that. A lot of stuff about the tree of life is in there, which is like a Kabbalic thing. Um, It goes hard. You know, and it's I'll, on my, I'll give it that. It's on my to learn list, whether that's, you know, a few yeah. years or a decade from now. Who knows? I know people <laughs> get kind of like icky about Aleister Crowley, and I haven't looked into it to know why. Um, and, you know, listeners, please feel free to educate me if you feel so inclined. Um, but I just I haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, and I know when I know I bring her up pretty much every episode, I link her uh, in the description, almost every episode, Lisa Pepez. Um, she was talking about it when she was going through her Thoth education. Um, and she kind of is more drawn to, um, the artist's work rather than, um, the system, the Thoth, 
explanation of everything because I hear he can be very wordy. Um, but let's see if I can find the artist's name because that would be, you know, good. My to, question to say would be, out loud. does that book you guys were talking about mm-hmm. come on Audible? I don't know. I think so. Because if it's on Audible. I know yeah. it's a, <laughs> a, a Kindle book. What is that called? An ebook. I know they have it in an ebook form. I'm sure they have it on Audible. I like um, having stuff on Audible and then also the physical copy. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it is Lady Frida Harris who did the artwork um, for the Toth Tarot. And it's, I mean, like I said, it uses everything. Like all of the, it uses like astrological um references in each card geom geometric references i think probably a lot of like color theory like lauren was talking about last week also it um, might be right up my alley <laughs> right yeah it goes hard um what i hear you know once you start like you know it's just like any learning any other card system once you start learning it you can learn it nibble by nibble instead of trying to take a whole bite out of the the book um lisa pepez has a good video with her and dawn from boho tarot and a couple other people where they're doing um like a study guide and they reference a book i'll try and figure out what it is and link it um about how that that once they read that book everything started making a lot more sense versus reading the works directly from Aleister Crowley, which is a little bit oh god heavier. That harsh. Yeah. Yeah. That's like reading the Bible and like trying to Right. Do, like, yeah. It'd dive. be like trying to yeah. to read tarot using the Bible instead of like yeah. a little white book. So it's it's a little bit breaks it down a little bit more. So um I will figure out what all of that is and then reference it in our description and you can find that on rss.com slash podcast slash charmed and alarmed. Um, so what are some tarot myths you guys have heard? Have you heard any myths? I think it's not so much a myth, but it really kind of... Okay. So like I said, I know certain meanings of certain cards. Mm-hmm. But um, I know that there's a lot of like... Hype isn't the right word. I, sorry, I can't think of the word. So when people see like the tower or the yeah. death card, uh-huh. they freak out. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they're like, right. yeah. oh my God, something horrific is going to happen. And it's like, well, yeah, that could be them warning you about it. But it also very much could be where it's like, you're going to have a big shakeup moment. A big yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're yeah. going to like get a new job. I always think of it like that. Stigma. <laughs> Stigma. 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 Yeah. There you go. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say that too. Like the negative, I'm quoting air quotes right now. Yeah. Negative. Yeah. The n- more negative cards in the tarot, devil, uh, tower. Death. Hanged man. Death. Mm. Hanged, Hanged man is man. like very innocent when you like look at the card and look at the meaning. Right. The um, man is He's really hanging just, upside down yeah. like of of his own volition it's just like mm-hmm. new perspective or like yeah. you know enduring something that maybe five not be so pleasant five of cups five of cups five of cups nine. swords okay. nine nine and ten swords i oh, think the, the five of cups of 
is the three first swords, one yeah. that I really learned. Oh, three of swords, though. I feel it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I pull the three of swords on them, bad has happened. So I um, am on board with the stigma of three of swords. <laughs> the three of swords, anytime it's been pulled for me, is always talking about my past. Always, mm-hmm. always, always talking about my past. Um, for So I don't know if you guys do this. I do this with Oracle decks, too. Um, it's interesting because certain cards will start affiliating themselves with certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then certain cards um, will start meaning something specific for me when I'm doing a reading for myself um, versus somebody else. So anytime anybody has read me um, with the with tarot, the three of swords every single time. Means, now I have like, to read you with tarot. Yeah, always means my past. <laughs> Listen, if you pull the three of swords and you're like, you're, you're going to have to say it's from my past because I rebuke that in the name of Jesus Christ. We just take it out of every deck. We're, right. we're going like, to ignore that. Nah, 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 <laughs> Honestly, would my life be better if I did that? Who knows? Not us. Um, <laughs> I was going to say about the five of cups is I think that might have been the first one that I like learned the meaning of. Mm-hmm. Um, for some, I don't know. It's always like stuck out to me, but I always focus on those two cups that are still standing. And I that resonated with me so much. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going through all this grief and all this strife, but you still got those two cups standing so you know it don't focus so hard on the negative which my brain definitely yeah. always mm-hmm. to do um stay focused on on you know what what you have um so one myth that i have heard that i don't like is um and if you like it that is your prerogative and you can like this myth um and call it not a myth but i'm gonna call it a myth um your first deck t- has to be a gift that's one I've heard a lot. Yeah, I um, bought my has own. Has to be gifted to you. <laughs> yeah. um, well, mine wasn't. I went out and bought my own. Um, and I I liked, I got it as a gift for myself. And I like that I did that. Um, oh, I know another well, one that just popped up on my Yeah. So um, a myth that I've heard is that you're not supposed to touch other people's tarot decks. Oh, yeah. And I don't uh, do that at all. Yeah. I always have the other person shuffle. I always ask because yeah. I know it's a thing for people. Yeah, I always ask permission before right. I touch anybody else's tools. But I also just think it's I also just think it's polite to ask somebody before you touch their stuff. Like anything yeah. of their stuff. Like it's just polite for me to go, Oh, hey, can I see that? Um, or mm-hmm. is it is it all right if I touch this? Or you know, like that it's always kind of flabbergasted me when people felt like they had the right to like yeah i do agree with that about consent you know i always agree with consent among parties exactly to touch somebody's stuff or to touch their person or like vice versa so but on the opposite end for me when i'm doing readings for other people because most of my friends where i live don't do a lot of tarot readings Mm -hmm. um or i bought them their decks (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um so they started now but when i when i do readings i i am always like oh you know if you want to shuffle i encourage them to shuffle mm-hmm. um cuz you know it can get their their energies on the deck a little more we can you know pull what they're going to pull um so i always have them the other person shuffle um mm-hmm. but i'm also like not around a lot of people that i wouldn't 
want touching my deck. I don't do readings for like the public. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about it at that point. So um, I do yeah. think consent is always key in every mm-hmm. uh, interaction that you ever have. Well, and like <laughs> if I'm reading for somebody else, yeah, I have them shuffle. Mm-hmm. And while I like ground and connect and everything. Um, but yeah, like as far as like I don't I don't really ever read much for strangers. I've done it on occasion. Um, but even then I'll have them choose the cards. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you choose the cards or whatever. Um, and then afterwards, um, I don't know where I picked this up. I don't know if it has any meaning. I just felt right. But like afterwards, I will blow on my cards. And just oh, like, that's a good question. How do you cleanse your decks? So yeah. Brittany blows. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany blows her decks. <laughs> Well, I am Polly. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany buys multiple decks. I like to knock three times on my deck before oh, and after. I don't knock. I find it too violent. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm sensitive. You know me. Um, I'm going to try the blowing thing because that sounds cool. I usually put mine with like a crystal mm-hmm. and like do I it do and then I too. shuffle. Sometimes I'll reorder them because I just love reordering oh. things. I've always done that. I've heard that as a a good one, reordering Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. cleanse the energy. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And I'll shuffle while I blow on the cards to like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, really get it in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like shoot away. Um, Also, something else that I do on occasion when I feel called to it is I will do a sound cleanse. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my (laughs) my dad actually found like... So my dad um, has worked on vehicles forever. Um, now he teaches other people how to work on vehicles, which is bombastic. Um, but he had these like leftover car parts and they were like little silver round um, rings or something. What they were for? I have no idea. But he goes, hey, listeners hey, li-. right in. Right. He goes, hey, <laughs> listen to this. And he chimed and he hit them together and they were the most beautiful like ping. And I was like, I need those in my life. So I, I use two car parts to sound cleanse because I don't have like because it works perfectly. It has a perfect vibration. So. I would like a picture I feel of like these that... car parts now. Mm, yeah, I need it for the gram. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I think that really is good for like a good representation of like your relationship with your dad. You know, like oh yeah, you know, like you you you're taking like his like very mechanical thing and you're using it in like your witchy practice like oh, yeah. you know you're you're very different but you guys still see you know can talk yeah. and see eye to eye sort of thing you know yeah it's really weird because like sometimes sometimes we'll get into these deep conversations and we will be saying the exact same thing and I'm like okay we're saying the exact same thing you're just saying it a different way than I'm saying it but it's the same thing and like it'll just be really interesting because then like later it'll be like 180 and i'll be Mm -hmm. like but we just had this conversation about okay (laughs) i don't know i have i i have those conversations a lot with like my older family members as well Mm -hmm. like it's it's always like they're coming from a place of Christianity or Catholicism, 
Mm-hmm. And yet, at the same time, they have the same meaning or deep understanding of the subject that we're talking about. Right. But then they don't want to agree with what you have to say because you're coming at it from a non-religious way, what have you. Yeah. Lauren mm-hmm. just described my every <clears throat> conversation that I had from like 10 to 18 with anyone <laughs> from our hometown. <laughs> Well, okay, but I love how, you know, we have we have listeners who are from our hometown who are who are listening. Um and you know, it kind of did make me stop and realize like I wonder how many other people from you know, our area of people we grew up with, yeah. Um who have felt the same way or have questioned and you know, when you're a teenager, you want to fit in. You right. don't want to stand out. So yeah. I I really like seeing how people have gone on the journeys and right. how, yeah. how they've come out different. Um, and I just think it's really, I just think that's really super cool. But yeah. I'm actually friends with quite a few people from back home. And yeah. I was surprised because growing up, I thought like, you know, I'm so different from all these people we don't really get along we're all going to grow apart and then the the way that they've grown and changed and the way that I've grown and changed kind of like brought us all back together and it's just like yeah. I actually like a lot of people I went to high school with right I'm a lot to- like they're all just lovely people and I mean you know we had a, a pretty good experience all things considered um in our you know in our area where we grew up but um, yeah, I just am, I, you know, you always hear like, oh, high school's so horrible and, you know, people grow apart and grow really different and they, you know, nobody likes going back home to their high school, which don't get me wrong. I'm still going to wear like a, a hat and a wig when I go to Walmart <laughs> down there. But <laughs> You know what? As, often as a as whole, I- everybody from our, like everybody we went to school with is, well, everybody that I still talk to that we went to school with is pretty chill. I was like, I there is a, needs to be an asterisk in there, Shelby. Asterisk, <laughs> asterisk, asterisk, like, asterisk, yeah, asterisk that we still asterisk, talk asterisk, to. That we still talk asterisk. to. Um, but there's a there's a lot mm-hmm. more than I thought there were going to be. I thought there was going to be like you guys and maybe like four other people. And there's a lot more than I thought. I'm trying to think of everybody from. I like to think with age that we've all become less judgmental and more understanding right. and open to hearing everyone out right. and right. just being kind and considerate to people in general. Well, and a lot of the misunderstandings, you know, as you get older, your people will kind of bring them to light. Like, um, I won't say her name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So she, we, I moved away after college to a very different state and she also moved to that state. um, And we were in the same city so I went and was like, oh, it, it's so-and-so. I can go get my hair cut from her and that'll be great because she's a hairdresser. So Side I went note, and I was this like, this is hey. definitely your Gemini's coming out. <laughs> 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 but I went in and I was like, hey, how's everything? Blah, 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 blah. And we started chit-chatting and she was like, well, you didn't like me in high school. And I was like, what do you mean? Exactly. That's what I right. said. I was like, what do you mean? You were so cool. And she was like, you never talked to me. And I was like, 
person, I was scared <laughs> of you. You were so cool. She was right. like, I was a band geek. And I was like, yeah, but you were the drum major. That was so cool. You were so popular. And she was like, what high school did you go to? <laughs> Isn't that funny, though, how like a different perspective, you will see somebody completely different. Mm-hmm. And right. Yeah. Like, and to them, they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Right. And yeah. Listeners- I was like, no, of course I didn't. Of course I liked you. You were so cool. I was terrified to talk to you. You were way too cool for me to talk to. Right. She was like, I was the uncool one. And it's like, Aww. no. It's really funny for listeners because they can't see us. When Shelby said that, uh, you know, that person yeah. was like, you didn't like me in high school. Lauren and I both made, huh? And tilted yeah, our head. Yeah. Exact same time. <laughs> Shelby liked everyone. I or like at least everybody. she was super friendly to everyone. Right. Yeah. Or she didn't talk to them because she was scared of them. That <laughs> or was I was terrified. <laughs> one of there, the two. I don't remember that. Other. I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure you talked to her. In my memory, if you you guys talked. She came to one of my Halloween parties once. Yeah. <gasps> she did? How yeah. Fun. And uh, my older sister's uh, friend scared the bejeebus out of her. I don't know if she remembers that oh, or not. No. So you guys remember how um, we set up that like maze in yes. like the trees in my driveway? Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, I was there. I don't remember, but you were you were in fact there. That's neither here nor there. It's not saying much. It's not <laughs> saying I wasn't there. Um, but it was. So it might have been me, but it might have also been my sister or one of her friends. But um, we had this table of like, oh, stick your hand in there, and it's freaky, right? But it was a trick. Because we had the table and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling it. Oh, it's so scary. And then somebody else would come up behind them and grab their head from behind and just ho- and just like shake them. Not hard to hurt them, but just and it was dark. So you couldn't see somebody came up behind you, grabbed your face and was like. Bah, bah, bah. And I just. Yeah, um, that person definitely um, was the best one of that. <laughs> Because she had the best reaction. She did indeed have the best reaction. And if, you know, person, if you ever hear this podcast and you ever listen to this episode, I have super fond memories of, because I also thought she was popular, um, came to my Halloween party, my, my Halloween party, and had fun and actually got scared at my Halloween party. <laughs> like, I was just like, the honor. So the, honored. Yeah, like, yeah. I still remember that. I still think of that super fondly. Where I'm like, that I probably person. blocked it out because she was so cool. And I was right. like, this can't be my real life. <laughs> my this must be a dream. Yeah. So, yeah. I actually had um, a few different popular, who we thought were popular people yeah. come to. Apparently, we're parties. extremely unpopular. <laughs> Listen. I, I feel like we were all well-liked, and that's what matters. Yeah. I can't name one person that didn't like Lauren. Okay, we, maybe with you. you you're, you're a little... I think back then you were a little more outspoken, but Lauren, I feel like I could not name one person that had anything to, bad to say about Lauren. I mean, just like our podcast, I just pretty much observed... <laughs> Most she of never our said anything childhood. mean to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. That was a no, I had some I had some uh fundamental religious trauma that I was vomiting back out because I felt like that was what oh, was yeah. I that's I felt like that's what I was supposed to be doing. Well that's what um, they were taught to do. Right. And I didn't actually feel the way I felt about it, and that scared me. 
So I just continued to perpetuate that really um, not cool, hateful bullshit. Right. Um, I am happy to say that I went out in the world. I had some experiences. I had some thinky thoughts to myself and I had therapy and <laughs> pretty much every single thing that I said then that was uh, really hateful nastiness. Um, I look upon, I look, I've, I forgive young Brittany for saying that shit. I understand why she said that shit. And I'm yeah. like, that wasn't okay. And teenage Brittany is like, yes, I know that wasn't okay. And it's like, cool, 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 cool. cool. I'm glad we had this conversation. So live and learn my friends. Live and fucking learn. But I still don't think anybody, there weren't that many people that disliked you in any way. I have no idea. In my opinion. I don't know. Apparently, apparently people thought I didn't like them and it was just because I had like a, apparently my deer in the headlights is resting bitch face. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was just so scared I looked mean. Um, I had a couple of my guy friends tell me that I was very intimidating which would be why i was never asked out in all of high school you have a very uh, i think scorpion. they thought i was a lesbian so that was probably why i wasn't asked <laughs> out oh and i always hung out with you maybe that's why. <laughs> they probably thought we were lesbians <laughs> they were like well we can't try with them they're already a perfect match well and then we oh. and then i came into the mix and then it was like oh god now there's three of them <laughs> Lauren, you have a very what i call scorpio face it's very um mysterious and elegant and uh yeah i can definitely see how people be intimidated by that so um weak people (laughs) if anybody was intimidated by lauren they have me to deal with because i am judging them i don't care if we were in high school i'm judging them so that was our really long rant yeah what the hell is our rant about before we started this Anyway, this is about tarot cards. I can edit some of <laughs> where, that, probably. Where did somewhere. we start? Where um, are, what were we talking myths about? about tarot. The first deck okay. has to be a gift. Mm-hmm. Other myths that you had heard. Lauren, you said you had heard some more myths about tarot. Is this how we started the whole I think, tangent? I think uh, the gift. Tarot has gift to be a gift. We talked about gift. We yeah. talked about touching other people's. We talked about how we Touching. Cleanse. Yeah. Cleansing. Brittany blows on cards. I don't know how I don't know how we got there. Listeners, write in. Tell us. I'll I'll know when I edit. Sorry. Did you want banter? Because we have banter. I'm gonna call the episode That's, We Have Banter. We have banter. Um Well listen, okay. just a straightforward, informative episode about stuff isn't fun. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. People- well, that's why I kind of kept it light because I do want to go do a tarot deep dive with like cards and meanings and, you know, broken up into a five episode arc that I already have planned out. You're welcome. So <laughs> I, um, I like how Lauren and I are, are just nodding. They're along the for the ride. Like, okay. My Gemini yeah. Capricorn took a hold of the podcast when it came to tarot. But really, Lauren, I mean, you have a lot of insight too. So, I mean, Lauren cares about I'll have about even tarot, more by and then. And you can hear. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Let's do our lightning round. So do you guys have a favorite tarot card? Who wants to go first? You can go first. I know mine. If anybody So my fave right now, and it it'll change probably, but right now it's the magician. 
Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell us why. Uh, well, I'm hoping to manifest a lot of abundance. So, and it comes out a lot. So it's probably because I have that intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite is, I think there's two. Um, so the world is like my favorite card because before I got into tarot, I was looking up. So I had my cat pass away that I love so much. Mm-hmm. Um, big cat who I made a religion about. And I was trying to find <laughs> images because I had this idea for a tattoo of her and I wanted her to be like this goddess, like ethereal looking sort of like, but it's, she's still a cat, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so I was looking up images and I founded this image of this like goddess in a wreath, like floating in the sky with like stuff. And I was like, oh, this is what I want. And then I send it to Lauren and Brittany and they're like, that's the world card. And I was like, what's the world card? <laughs> so uh, this was this was a few months before I got into tarot. Wonder why I got into tarot. Helps me cope with grief. Maybe that's why the five of cup resonates. You guys, I'm having so many epiphanies. Um, <laughs> well, it also makes sense that it be, okay, I think that big cat how do you see that and have that epiphany right because yeah. it's she's the one who started it and she's around you speaking of are you still getting that tattoo or have you changed your mind i'm getting it i i contacted an artist and they told me no and i was like okay and so then i haven't then 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 i fell on some hard times we had had to buy some stuff for the kitchen etc um so and we we went on that trip um so if you if you guys want us to start a gofundme for shelby's big cat ethereal goddess tattoo (laughs) well i think i'm just gonna wait till after my birthday and then i'm gonna get it for my birthday (gasps) um i love this idea i fully endorse it yeah and i found a different artist that i also like just as much as the first artist um, and I know he's done several tattoos on one of my friends, and they all turned out beautiful. One's a Golden Girls tattoo. He's done two Golden Girls tattoos. Have um, you contacted this artist and spoken to them about how you are interested in their talents and wares? Not yet, but well, I emailed them, but they never responded. But apparently, Instagram is the the way to go. But I I got it all worked out. I'm gonna I'm gonna email them. Um, I'm just waiting until January for those, you know all those birthday money to kick in yeah but they might be busy for like the next three to six months yeah that's fine I okay can, as long as I'll you're cool with, whenever as long as you're cool with like it, for me as long as i have an appointment i'm cool yeah yeah i don't, I, care, I don't yeah. care when okay um but anyway so i found the world card and then you guys were like that's the world card um and i was like oh my god i'm gonna get a world card tattoo of big cat i'm so excited but i do think you know like there's a lot of stuff that you can write she she was my world um and you know it was the end of a cycle and it was end of her cycle which is kind of a meeting of the world card um and like starting a new cycle being haunted by a cat very fun 10 10 (laughs) can recommend um but i also this little sneaky sneaky card called the two of cups or no the page of cups um snuck in and i it reminds so after Big Cat passed away. Um, she would antagonize for all of her good qualities. She did have a bad quality where she would antagonize um, our smaller cat, Doodle. And um, so or since Doodle. she passed, Doodle's kind of like opened up and blossomed a little bit. He's still like incredibly nervous, um, but he sleeps with me now in my bed. And he's my little page of cups surprise, just like little cat popping out of the cup, being like, 
hey, mom, how's it going? I'm your baby. Um, and that it was just like a nice little surprise to have. So that, so all of the reason all of these are my favorite is because of my cats. And that's the <laughs> only reason I choose favorites of anything. I feel like I see a tattoo theme. Right, right, right. I want a little page of cups with with doodle poking his head out of a cup. Little head up. Yeah. Um. So, I think this is going to be another question that you're going to ask. Um, but I might get into it. I have a few that I like a lot, or Mm -hmm. I feel a, a close affinity to. Um, the Empress is the number one that I feel. Holla, yeah, that's the, that's Britney vibes for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I feel the closest to. Um, and then uh, I always love seeing the Ten of Pentacles. The Ten mm-hmm. of Pentacles oh, yeah. is yeah. always a welcome guest. I'm like, hello, dear friend. How are you? Um, and then it's really funny because I don't really have favorites, but I have several that I associate with a specific person or situation or relationship, mm-hmm. but I'll just. Oh, I guess this. one of my favorites is the three of cups. Cause I associate that with yeah, you guys. With the three of us. Um, yeah. You that's know, definitely that's, a favorite. Yeah. It's really funny because um, before we started this podcast, I kept getting readings where people pulled the three of cups and they would be like, yeah, it's about you and two other people are going to be starting something new together and you're going to be like working on it together. And I keep getting something with a job and I was just like, so weird. I don't know what this person's talking about. And then Shelby was like, we should start a podcast. And I was like, yes. And Lauren was like, okay, yeah, let's do this. And And then, then, and then for months we were like sitting on this idea and I kept getting random tarot like messages from tarot readers on uh, the YouTubes. The YouTubes. Uh, they would always tell me that I'm supposed to like use the internet in some way, shape or form and with friends and speak like my truth or truths or whatnot. And I was like, after like three or four of these, I was like, okay, Shelby, when are we actually starting the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I got Lauren to speak her truth into a microphone. Somehow, yeah, some way. Uh, I feel like our teachers from high school would be really surprised that I got Lauren to do this to speak. I yeah, feel- to talk at all. <laughs> I feel. I thought you were going to say would be surprised that we were doing this, and I was like, I feel like none of our teachers that had any of us together would be in the least bit right. surprised that we're doing this. I think maybe Mr. Bleep. <laughs> well, uh. I think Miss would not be surprised. Yeah, I don't think Mister would be surprised in in the slightest at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, everybody else though, they'd be like, "Huh?" I get you and Brittany. Does Lauren talk on there? (laughs) She never talked in class. Yeah, but we Um, had English class together. You and I, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So, favorite art style in a deck? All of them. All Maybe not together. I do like a nice eclectic <clears throat> art style. Oh, so um, that's a thing, you know, where some decks will be created by multiple artists. I can't yeah. remember. There's a term for it. Anyway, Like a collaboration deck? Yeah. So I don't know if I'm really big into those because I do want my deck to be, the art style to be cohesive throughout the whole, like, card set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do appreciate many different forms of art. And I typically reach for cards or want cards that are going to be super colorful. That's my mm-hmm. jam. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Art Nouveau, I guess. But I love Art yeah. Nouveau. My favorite, um, if I my all time favorite artist is Alphonse Mucha, so mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, I. I'm with Lauren where I like them really colorful or where the colors are really balanced and nice. But on the other end, I also like it whenever they're like subtly really intricate. So like, I love Mm -hmm. those cards where it's like, they'll have like one solid color on the back and then like the design will be metallic or iridescent or something like that. And it's like, it's like, it's simple but it's really intricate at the same time. So mm-hmm. like, those those are my two favorite. See, when you said intricate, I thought you stole mine and you didn't. So that's good. So I like the intricacies <laughs> of like cards where like you see it and you see it and you're like, okay, that's the image. And then you keep looking at it and you find like little details mm-hmm. and like more and more details with it like add on and add on like or like in a reading when you're like, you know, when cards are facing each other and you can kind of do that or I I like I like big idea decks like uh it's the drinking game again the green glyphs tarot um (laughs) where it's like where it's like like you can line some of them up and they make a scene like if if you line the major arcana up they make a scene I like that in a deck um and then like the color-coded idea I like that a lot um, or just any kind of like a little bit out of the box rather than like this card is this, this card is this, but when it like kind of intermingles them and you can kind of play with the idea of like, and you can do this with any deck where you can like, oh, the queen is looking towards the, you know, pentacle in this deck. So, you know, it's looking to the two of pentacles. So you want to do blah, 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 blah. Um, I like those kind of like neat ways. I'm not super intuitive with I don't take enough time I think with my readings um because I'm always like go 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 and like you know my thinky thinky parts sometimes don't take enough time to take in all of the things I should thinky thinky about um so but I do like the idea of doing that apparently (laughs) not not in practice but in in theory theory. um yeah so so I like those like so you like uh, the gift that keeps on giving, essentially. Right. Like the more you yeah, look or, at it. Um, yeah. If you, I don't know if anybody has seen, I have all my decks out here in front of me so I can, because of the object permanence. Um, there's a deck called Tarot of Opposition by Pierluca Zizi and Michelle Daloizio. Daloizio. Deloizio. Um, yeah. And it's it's by Los Garabeo. Los Garabeo? Oh, okay, okay. Los Garabeo. Um, but it's called the Tarot of Opposition. So the cards are, there's the, it has a half card. So it's in two halves. Um, and the top half is the like, right, like the better yeah. meaning of the card. Um not always upright, like a lot of times upright, um, because it's, but if it's like the tower, then it has like a, a brighter side on one side of the card. And then if you turn it around, the other image is like the negative side. So like I have the strength card that I'm showing the ladies, 
Um, mm. But like the strength where it's like, um, you know, trying to like take by force from right. the lion um, who's like starving in this, you know, trying time. to take when, you know, resources are finite versus um, taking from uh, the lion and like taming it and it's not trying to bite you, blah, blah, blah. So I like, um, you know, ideas like that where they're like, there's a lot of imagery on the card that you can really draw from. Mm. And then like they add like different layers to it. I just added that to my wish list. <laughs> yeah, you can play with it when you're here. Um, I, you've gotten so many new decks since last time we were all together. So I right. know, right? One a month. I like decks that do that too, where they kind of like put a little bit of a twister spin on it and it gives you a little more in depth so mm -hmm. when you brought that up and i was on the amazons you know doing my <laughs> own little like purchasing it yeah yeah <laughs> it went into the wish list because you know times are tight so i have the you gotta get vice, my listeners right <laughs> i have the vice versa tarot kit that one yeah i want that one too and I will let Shelby just link it because I will butcher these I'll names. So, but yes. So the front is like the traditional type meaning of the card. And then like the back will show you like what's happening in the background or behind that scene. And so I think that's cool. I've also seen where like, um, I think it's called like the before or after tarot, but like it's one whole deck of like, what happens just before that particular card in the RWS? Oh yeah, and then one deck is what happens just after. Just after, yeah, and I think that's cool. I like these. Yeah, these vice concepts. versa tarot deck is Massimiliano Villadoro and Lunea Weatherstone. Are the authors for that one? Um. And what was the other deck that you call? I missed the name of it. It's like it's before, right before and after, right after. Tarot, before and after, or before. Or, uh, Let's see. Nope. I'll link it. I'll link it down below, everyone. Um, so let's see. Um, what tarot card do you aspire to be? The Empress. The Empress. <laughs> Straight up. Brittany, I, I get such high priestess vibes for me. See, and I was just about to say, like, I I want to vibe the most with the Empress and the High Priestess. So like mm -hmm. those two together embodied in in myself. That's that's what I aspire to. I feel like you're really achieving a lot of that. So oh, thank you. You know, greater every day. There are some days where I'm like, <laughs> I'm a potato. I got nothing else going. <laughs> I was like, well, potato, at least potatoes are tasty. That's the Empress what I can't give if she doesn't have anything in her cup. So the Empress got to take care of herself sometimes. That's fair. That's totally I would fair. say the same or maybe even like the high priestess. So those are would be the ones that I'm aspiring yeah. to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. you're. I always think of. Brittany as the high priestess and Lauren as the empress. Well, so I I did the I did the next lightning round. That's, that's all right. We'll combine it all together. I gave um, away my answer. I was gonna say uh -huh. with Lauren, I always think of you as the hierophant. I don't know why I've always oh, associated yeah. hierophant, 
that's like I have a signifier card that jumps out a lot for me yeah. in yeah. readings. So does the Queen of Swords too. Mm-hmm. And Shelby get, brought it up. I get the Shel- Queen of Cups a lot in readings because yeah. I need to like tell people about my emotions. That's fair. Uh, yeah, you do. i'm really good at telling people about my emotions when it doesn't when it's not impactful but like if you're hurting me sometimes i keep it a secret you need to stop doing that i do i do i'm working on it i'm working on it i go to therapy i was like i know your therapist is gonna tell you guys (laughs) so those uh the before and after it's just after tarot kit the other one's before tarot kit Oh, so it's two by, different ones. Yeah, and they're both by Corinne Kenner, and I could be saying that first name wrong, so. Hmm. It sounds right. How's Corinne's it spelled? C-O-R-R-I-N-E. Yeah, yeah that's how you say it. Yeah. Because Corinne, uh, I've seen it spelled two different ways. It's either with two R's or two N's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, Shelby, I always associate you with the sun. Like, oh, really? Yeah, oh I've always God. associated the sun card <laughs> That that is why I've always associated you with the sun card. I'm so honored. Like yeah, so Lorna has always been the hierophant, and you've always been the sun. So, oh, what do I aspire? I didn't think about this enough. Well, Lauren should say what she's. You think say about it because you, you since say, we're just yeah. skipping back and forth, so Brittany, I always think of as the Queen of Pentacles. Ooh. Heck so, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, those queen of <laughs> pentacles. And then Shelby, I always think of you as the fool, but I think of it in that way. <laughs> I do like that. That is like the positive go-getter, nothing's mm-hmm, going to stop yeah. you or put you down, like total optimism. Very much willing to yeah. risk. Take uh, risks, yeah. Take a risk, yeah. Like um, let's say moving to a state that's 1,500 miles away with no job. Yeah, but I did it. Twenty one, definitely. Twenty two, yeah. That was that was uh, that was that was a nice fool. That was my biggest fool moment. I think. Yeah, Uh, and it turned out just fine. Everybody has to have one of those. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I guess you know what I'm going to say. Three of cups. I aspire to be the three of cups. I just celebrate every day, have all my besties around me all the time. All three personalities. That's what I am aspiring to be. Together yeah. inside of you. Mm-hmm. All of you. Yeah, all of you. <laughs> yeah. I, I I've been you. having some trouble um, being willing to leave my house recently. <laughs> I just Listen, don't want to go. <laughs> it's getting cold. It's We just had elections. People are feeling some sort of way. It snowed. Am I it allowed snowed. to say that? Yeah, it snowed. Well, they don't know when we recorded. Well, what day is this releasing? It it's doesn't releasing matter. In like We're a month. Midwest. Yeah, so, yeah, so it snowed like, in a lot of places. It did right. snow in a lot of places. It's it's no it's November. I mean, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, I don't want to go anywhere either. Like, I'm like, it's yeah. it's comfy season. Where being comfy is chic. It's soup season. I do love me soups. Hashtag soup. Got the crock pot out. Oh my Whoa. god. Right. And hot cocoa. And all that other shit. So I'm not <laughs> judging you for staying home. <laughs> but I want that three three of cups energy. I gotta, well, when you I gotta really birthday. lean into it. That's what I'm aspiring to. Yeah. Okay. You gotta throw your birthday I'll get to party. it by January. 
yeah, three birthday parties so we can live it up. And I told yeah. Michael, I was like, we have, we're, we're doing some home repairs. I was like, we have a three, a four day weekend to get everything done. <laughs> I want to have a party. Um, let's see. Well, you know what I think happened? We did another episode, y'all. <gasps> I'm so excited. Um, so Such our next episode topic is going to be on spirit guides. So Ooh. stay tuned for that. Very excited about it. Um, and you'll hear me talking a lot less because uh, I don't, I, I can't hear mine. Um, <laughs> I hear mine through my tarot cards. So that's why I talk so much in this episode. I hear um, mine in my head sometimes and I go, ha ha, I'm, I'm, 90% sure that I'm not crazy. So Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. As long as they're not telling you to do anything bad, you're probably fine. No, um, usually they're very either I need to tell you something very important. It's always somebody else's. Mine are a lot more quiet, which makes me mad. Um, it's usually <laughs> like, uh, I need you to tell this bitch that i've been telling her to not do this and she keeps doing it and that's why she's so fucking depressed can you please just tell they're me talking about yeah. me she's <laughs> talking about <No>. me <laughs> that's my spirit guides going to Brittany and be like no, tell they were, her they were just so happy you got that crow deck because they're like oh we're gonna connect through this medium and it's gonna be awesome so that's yeah. my most anxious deck yeah, that's why. It's always like, hey, do you want a three of swords? Here's a three of swords. <laughs> See, I loved it when you were reading that deck, though, because I was like, this is exactly what they're saying. Yeah. Well, good to know. Good to yeah. know it's a three of swords kind of day. Email your questions, comments, stories, and readings <laughs> to charmedandalarmed at gmail.com. Um, tell me your favorite crow story, your favorite crow fact. Um, I would love to hear it. Um, you can like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at charmed underscore alarmed, um, where you can show us a picture of your pet crow. Um, and you can oh, reach out to so us cool. and let us know if you'd like us to start a Patreon. What'd you say? I missed it. Oh, I was gonna say that'd be so cool to have a, a crow friend. I really, I truly aspire to having woodland friends. I, I looked really, it up on Pinterest. Do. How do I get <gasps> crows to live in my yard? Put up peanuts. <laughs> you got to put up peanuts. Michael won't let me because we have a garden out there. But what if I put up peanuts? See, and I apparently think... I watched a video. I'll link it. Uh, Mark Rober. I guess he worked at NASA. Um, he did a the little squirrel, squirrel maze. Oh, yeah, the squirrel, the squirrel maze. Yeah. Um, I just watched that recently. I'm obsessed. I want a squirrel maze. I want to befriend all of my squirrels and name them. Um, so, yeah, crows and squirrels are coming up in the spring. Get ready for it. Um, let us know if we should start a Patreon because we haven't yet, and we'll put out bonus episodes probably when we have time. Um, rate and review. <laughs> if you're paying us, we'll we'll do it more regularly. Um, rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you listen because it really helps uh, push the sows to other mystics like you. Um, and you guys... We did it. Uh, thank the you end. so much for listening. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you, so <laughs> thank you so much for listening. 
uh, to Charmed and Alarmed. Oh, shit. I, I didn't write down the intro. No, it's fine. Thank you for it. listening to Charmed and Alarmed. You're Shelby. You're Lauren. I'm Brittany. <laughs> Can I just put that? Yeah. We love you. Thank Bye-bye. you for listening. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren. I'm Brittany. (laughs) And we are... Charmed. And... Alarmed. Y'all, we did it. Bye.